Welcome to the Just Ingredients Podcast. I'm Cara Lynn, and here we talk all things nourishing to the mind, body, and soul. This is a place where you can find just good ingredients to life. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition made with high-quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic and free of fillers and contain less than 3 grams of sugar per serving. Like Organifi green juice with essential superfoods and a clinical dose of ashwagandha. It helps reduce stress and support healthy cortisol levels or Organifi Gold, a superfood tea that supports rest and relaxation so you can wake up feeling refreshed. Each Organifi blend is easy to use by simply mixing it with water or your favorite beverage while on the go, and they don't compromise quality for taste. Organifi takes pride in offering the best tasting superfood products on the market at a price that works out to less than $3 a day. You can experience Organifi's high-quality superfoods without breaking the bank. Go to www.organifi.com backsplash Carlin and use code Carlin, K-A-R-A-L-Y-N-N-E for 20% off any item in the store. That's organifi.com backsplash Carlin and code Carlin for 20% off any item. Sterling Jones started JoJo's with his mom out of his home kitchen with $500. They have sold over a million bags of JoJo chocolates. They raised $3 million last year, were on Forbes 30 under 30, and are part of Utah's Emerging Elite for 2020. They are currently in over 2,000 stores and on a mission to help America eat less sugar. Welcome to my podcast, Sterling. I am so excited to have you. I love JoJo's. I talk about them on my Instagram site quite often. I love your mom's story, and so I am so excited you're here for me to just Pick your brain and ask you a bunch of questions. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. And I can't tell you how much we appreciate uh, your shared passion in JoJo's. Uh, love when you talk about it, so we really appreciate that. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you. Okay, so you are the CEO and co-founder of JoJo's. How did you guys get started? Uh, any chance I get to talk about my mom, I love to. So it all started with her. She's the reason we do what we do. She's the reason behind everything. And is my mom. And that's why it got started. In 2019, she actually passed away from breast cancer after battling for seven years. It all started while she was battling. Um, it came out of a need for herself of wanting to satisfy her sugar craving while battling cancer, trying to cut out as much sugar as possible, knowing the um, side effects that come from eating sugar while battling cancer. And our family, we are proud chocoholics. So <laughs> when she was told to try to eat a little bit better, cutting out chocolate wasn't an option. So she went to our home kitchen, created this delicious, low sugar, dark chocolate bar, added a little bit of protein um, to be more satisfying, added her favorite pistachios, her favorite nuts and, and dried fruit. And it really became a daily snack. And that's what it was from the day one was just for herself. And for myself, the reason I started and wanted to turn it into an actual company and a brand was I watched my mom go through breast cancer. And I just thought, man, if people could know my mom, if they could see her, they would be more optimistic. They would have more love. They'd be happier. And they could learn from her ability to fight and be positive through hard things. And so for me, I was inspired to hopefully create a brand around her. And she never wanted that, but that's what I wanted. And then second was... Um, to be able to share what she had created because it was, I recognize there was more people than herself who needed to satisfy their sweet tooth with something that they knew wasn't 
harming their body and was actually going to be satisfying and most importantly, taste great. So those were the two reasons. It really came out of a desire to spread love through my mom's story and help people fight sugar cravings. Wow. I love that. I love that you took a hard issue in your life, a hard trial of your mom's and are turning it into something positive and a bright light for others. I love that. Okay. I want to know about the name Jojo's. Did people call your mom Jojo or how did that name come about? Yeah. So her name is Jody Jones. And so she had uh, her niece call her Aunt Jojo. Oh, and cute. So, was, so she, at, when she created the bar, actually, she was the one that came up with the name and said, hey, maybe we could call it Jojo's and loved it and ran with it. It's such a perfect name. Okay. I, I want to talk about when you first started. Yeah. So did she go look for other chocolates, other places, or what did she just start right in the kitchen? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we, uh, chocolate was always a part of our life and and growing up is definitely a lot more milk chocolate, uh, plenty of trips to seize candy. I don't think we ever went to the mall without stopping there. <laughs> um, and so when she tried to like find better for better options, she, you know, would try protein bars because she knew those were better for her, but she didn't love the taste because she wanted like a true decadent, satisfying chocolate. She would go to other chocolate bars and she would try dark chocolate, which growing up wasn't her favorite. And so she would try dark chocolate because she knew of the antioxidants. She knew that it would help um, her and her body, but just a plain dark chocolate bar didn't do it for her. Um, it didn't really truly satisfy that craving. And so from there, she actually met, met a man while she was working at a doctor's office. Um, she just had, did that during the day. And, um, he had recently done, uh, I think it was paleo or keto and, and really, um, it would have been paleo and he had cut out all sugar except for a bite of dark chocolate a day. And she said, huh. okay, I can do that. And he, he had mentioned, Hey, I add a little bit of protein and I put whatever nuts I want to. And so she turned it to more than just a plain 70% dark chocolate bar. But I will say we tried, or she tried a lot of different chocolates. Uh, she tried, tested a bunch of different flavors, different nuts, different inclusions. I wanted to, you know, add heart healthy nuts like pistachios and almonds. Um, and then the cranberry, the our original flavor, cranberry was added just to sweeten it up a little bit. Um, oh, okay. And so that protein added in there was to be more of a satisfying snack for her. So yeah, it was definitely a lot of trial and error, but I mean, it was very much cookie sheets in the kitchen, melting down chocolate, you know, very handmade. And, and initially, I mean, anything my mom made was delicious. The, the funny thing is growing up, it wasn't usually so uh, good for you, <laughs> but she's an amazing baker. And so she always, always had great things in our kitchen. So she just had that talent and she, did. she loved it, went for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now tell me a little bit about your mom's journey with cancer. How yeah. did she find out she had cancer? What was the journey like for her? Yeah, uh, it was quite the journey. Um, you mentioned taking something um, sour and turning something better, right? I learned that from my mom. That was truly who she was. I mean, I remember one day she was going through cancer and was at one of an all-time low. And she still had the ability to say, well, other people have it worse. I just thought, wow. wow. Like she had an amazing ability to do that. Um, so her journey um, was 2012 and she went in for a, a checkup. And unfortunately at that checkup, it had already spread and it was, it was stage three already. And it had just, and she was doing either, I think it was annual checkups at that time because she was 50, um, I think she would have been 53 at that point. Oh, young. And so still very young. Yeah. And um so she she went in for a checkup and quick and they let her know like it's already stage three it had grown very quickly um, and so 
she went the traditional route right off the bat. Um, I was actually, uh, I was actually out, um, uh, I was serving a, a mission for the church of Jesus Christ and found out when I came home. So she found out two weeks before I came home, I had been gone for two years, Oh wow! came home to find out that she, and of course she didn't want to tell me while I was out there. She didn't tell a family told us. And, and the next day she had to go in and get the surgery. Um, so she went through chemo radiation that first year, you know, lost her hair, hair, went through that whole journey. Um, and she was incredible. I mean, through that whole thing, I really, she didn't skip a beat that, that first time around. So that was 2012. Um, after about a year and a half or two, you know, it's in remission after that point. And so they tested, you know, went through all those treatments, um, but had, had ended up getting lymphedema from it. So she had swelling in her arm, which was very painful. Uh, it also prohibited her from doing what she loved, which was swimming and biking and, and yoga. And so she, she dealt with that. Um, through that journey fast forward five years um, she went you know was getting annual checkups and said okay it's been five years you're in the clear and November 2018 she had hurt her back and was just like wow this is really painful and just thought I lifted something wrong went to a chiropractor didn't get any better it finally got so bad where she it was so physically was almost immobilizing and also like physically couldn't use the bathroom. It got to that point and she finally went in for a check-in and they said, yeah, not only are you constipated, you have cancer through your entire body. And so it had come back and spread from her breast all the way through her back, through her spine. And it was everywhere. And quickly then that sounds like. Yeah. And that was unfortunate that she had been, I mean, there's a lot of things I'm happy to dive into because um, unfortunately she was told, no, you don't need any more checkups. And so like when it went to her back, there was no reason for her to think it was cancer. And mm-hmm. also my mom's just extremely tough and just thought, oh, I'll, I'll, I can push through it. Right. Um, but by that point it was, it was, it had spread everywhere and it was very aggressive. And, uh, we learned out, learned later, the doctors thought she had three months. That was February, 2019. She didn't pass away until December, 2019. And one main thing I learned in that the second time around was obviously much, much more serious and, and much, much harder. I mean, those first three months from February through April, I think every day we were wondering if she was going to make it. Um, it was that serious. And there was a very, there was definitely a family debate. There was family discussion. Do we go the traditional route again and do chemo and radiation again? Do we go natural and, and what do, do, what do we do? And unfortunately this, the, medical industry divides it they do and it's unfortunate because i'm a huge believer there's good in both i obviously lean more there's more good in natural i believe watching her go through it and so we went through that all and she willed herself to stay here uh she lived for her grandkids lived for her kids and i learned there's a documentary on netflix i'm not gonna remember the name but it talks about when you have um they do the test, right? And they do a, do a sample a pilot test where they give them a placebo effect, right? And then the mm-hmm. others, and, they, and the placebos get better. And they actually go and research, like, how do they get better? And that was my mom. Like, she mentally was so strong and so tough that she just stayed here for us. And after doing chemo radiation, obviously radiation, it's gone because they, they kill it immediately. But it also ruins your body, right? Right. Um, so for a couple months, it looked like it was gone. Um, and then it, it came back again stronger. Also that time around, she completely, completely went off sugar to give her body the best chance because sugar feeds cancer. And so she wanted to cut all of that out of her body. 
Um, that's when we launched our sugar-free flavors. It was truly because she was meeting all these friends through cancer and wanted to give them something delicious um, that was still sugar-free and she knew wasn't wasn't harming their body. Uh, so that was 2019. Wow, that is quite the journey. I am so sorry to hear that, but she really is just an amazing example to the world about fighting, fighting to the end and making something positive with her hard life. Okay, so talking about sugar, mm-hmm. Do you think sugar plays a role in all the cancer that we have today? Um, so I, I, be, um, it's, it, I would say I wouldn't say it plays a role in all. I believe that um, our body can heal itself. I believe sugar impacts it, absolutely. I believe sugar plays a role in most, most diseases, absolutely. Um, it, it feeds diseases. Um, when she when she took out all the sugar in her body, it starves the cancer. And, and actually those first three months, one of the reasons why her body healed was she couldn't eat. And so her, the cancer had nothing to feed on. So it starved it and sugar being one of those things. Um, and so through the research, through studying, I mean, there's, there's a reason why many of the natural doctors out there, they maybe not recommend a full keto when you're on cancer, but they recommend a version because keto cuts out, um, that sugar, sugar. right. And that, I'm not a believer that you need to go full keto, but it cuts out that sugar when she, um, at, towards the end of 2019, kind of when we found out it came back. And at that point it was in her, um, her full spine in her bladder. And at that point it's, it's very, you're, you're at the last straw. So right. she went to a cancer treatment actually in, in Tijuana and they put her on a, a great, like healthy diet, which is no sugar, obviously, primarily plant-based with fish. It was the best month of her physical life since 2012. Oh, that's interesting. And it was absolutely remarkable to see. And we all obviously had hopes. Unfortunately, it was it was a little too late at that right. point, but it was incredible to see the transformation. She looked healthy. She was glowing. Her body was healing itself from the food that she was eating. That's incredible what food can do. Food is so nourishing, so healing, and I wish more people understood that. Okay, so let's talk about JoJo's. Did you discuss with her at the end of her life, like, mom, do you want me to continue on with this business? Did uh, did siblings want to continue on with this business? What was the plan? Um, you know, one thing I, I feel like I learned at the very end, and, and frankly, it was actually when she passed away, I realized I thought I was doing it for her. I was always thinking, man, I want to make my mom known. I want people to know my mom. Um, I learned that she did it all for me. It was all a matter of this was something I wanted to build a brand. I wanted to, I truly wanted to help people. And I learned she was doing it all for me. Um, We never had a discussion around should we or should we not. It actually never even crossed my mind that we shouldn't. When she passed away, not that I needed more motivation, but it just added a level of motivation that I felt I want to share. Because not only do I want to share my mom, and, and the cancer story, but I want to share what she stood for, who she was and what she was all about. And I feel like people can learn and grow and be, and as a company, we try to embody who she was, which was full of love. And so, yeah, uh, there wasn't ever a discussion of should we keep going? And frankly, before she passed away, she was, uh, we, we had talked about doing something to help all of her friends in at that cancer treatment center. And ultimately that was her vision for the brand is to be able to eat, eventually whether it's it's through some t- type of mission or or organization to give back and help 
people through their cancer journey. Okay, so let's talk about the business. Mm -hmm. After she passed away, then you start running this. What obstacles did you face? Were there huge challenges or has it been a smooth sailing ride? <laughs> uh, I would love, I would love to love, <laughs> love if it was smooth, but also that wouldn't be fun. Right. So, uh, very, very not smooth. I'd say, um, yeah, even going back to the beginning, I mean, with my mom, we had a blast together, but it, I mean, everything we're doing was, was new. I mean, my background is not in, in business. It was because my mom signed me up for intro to entrepreneurship class um, my first year of college that I thought, wow, maybe I want to try to start a company like this is actually a possibility. So everything we've done is, is new, uh, from when I graduated, went and slept in my car in, in San Francisco to sell to yoga studios, but quickly learned that selling a bag of chocolate, one yoga studio at a time, I was going to starve. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> so, takes a long time, but yeah. you do have to hustle. You, I know that you got to figure it out along the way. Um, so I think for us, the biggest things have been, I mean, there's, there's lots, but I think is, is learning the retail platform, the retail game, right? How do we break into stores? And not only how do we get in, how do we then get off of shelf? Um, and the thing I think for us is, is uh, people don't buy something they never heard of, right? And I'm a big believer when people try JoJo's, they will buy it again because it's something that becomes an everyday part of their life. And so our biggest battle has been getting people to find out about us, having the capital to get out there. Um, but also knowing how, what's the right approach. We've made a lot of mistakes along the way. Uh, one fun example was getting into Costco. Um, so we got into Costco and they brought us in for a test, 15, 15 doors. And um, the bags were on their way. And I looked at packaging and realized we had forgotten the servings per container on the packaging. Oh, no, and We had 15,000 bags showing up oh, no. in a week. And so of course my mom came up and we hand stamped all of them oh, wow. for an entire weekend, 15,000 oh, wow. bags. And so, I mean, there's just so many things like that. We got into Whole Foods here locally and our barcodes couldn't scan through the, through the checkout. And so oh, we would shoot. go up there. I remember checking out and be like, I can't believe this company would do that. That's so bad because I was checking on a product. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to go fix that. So, I, um, I mean, the list goes on and on. We, we launched a Kickstarter that I was super excited about. We wanted to raise $10,000. Um, I was actually, it was my last semester at school. We launched it. We raised 2,500 and 2,000 of it was my dad. And so <laughs> we, we weren't even close. Um, I also joke when, um, when BYU brings me back to speak sometimes, they like to list the things we've accomplished, but I also like to point out that I didn't get accepted to the business model competition three times. And it just it, it was just so one thing after another because everything was new, new for me. Everything right. was a learning process, melting chocolate in the summertime and just one thing after another. But well, some of the greatest people and greatest companies have the funniest failures and, you know, crazy stories that they've had to go through. So you're on your way to success with those stories. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So like you said, you've been through a lot of bumpy parts of your journey for people that are out there trying to start a business, because I love that you had a passion. Your mom had a passion and you turned that into a business. There's lots of people out there with passions. What is your tip for them in creating a business? Great question. I, I am a believer. I do subscribe to follow your passions. You know, there's also a lot that people make business out of things that they just enjoy or they just love building something. I, I'm I'm both. I have a huge passion in in food and believing food is medicine and believing in helping people have better for you options. So that was my passion and obviously a huge passion for chocolate. Um I think I think it comes down to 
recognizing that, I mean, I, there's a lot of things I didn't know going into it, but two things I, I try to let people know is one, you don't need to be born an entrepreneur. I think there's too often we talk about it's, it's the people that drop out of college. It's the guys that were selling baseball cards at age 12. You know, the, the girls that started a hair salon at 13, you know, just those stories, which are fun. That's, I think, actually the minority of entrepreneurs. I think it's people that believe there's a problem to solve and finding a problem around your passion. And that's that's been the one. And two, you don't need money to start. You don't need, sure, having money helps um, at a point, but I think the power in just starting, and that is every day too. It was it was just starting, okay? We threw together a, a batch of chocolate, went to a CrossFit competition, bought some t-shirts and a banner and just started. And then the next day, I just got to start figuring out how to sell on Amazon. And the next day I got to start, how do I rebrand? And just, I feel every day is, is a matter of just starting. I love that. And it's, I tell people all the time, it's a bunch of hustling, just <laughs> absolutely having the passion. Like I have a huge passion. I just want to teach everybody about eating healthy. Like I see someone not, not making the greatest choice with a food and I'm like, Oh, I just want to scream from the rooftops about what they could be eating, you know? Right. And I love that you guys have a passion and you ran with it. Okay. So you're talking about these struggles with Costco, but one struggle I find is not just letting people know that you have the product. It's educating them about the product as well and why your chocolates are better than the Hershey's chocolate sitting right next to them. So what do you guys do to try to educate others on the ingredients in JoJo's? Yeah, you're, you're spot on. And that's also when getting started is tougher because people look at it. There are, you know, lower sugar items out there, right? And there's there's normal chocolate. People always say, well, what's going to make you different, right? And so I believe when starting, you've got to not just be a me too product. So what we try to do is is... Obviously, when getting into retail stores, we do invest in a lot of sampling. Obviously, that was before March 2020. Um, fortunately, they're starting to come back in places and allowing us to be in stores and educate people on product um, and letting people understand, you know, why do we call it, you know, um, better for you? Why do we say guilt-free and in a positive way? My mom was, her whole life felt guilty because she was, you know, shamed through diets and things like that. And educating people on you don't need to like we're trying to tell you to not feel guilty for enjoying this um we want to explain that this becomes no longer a, a chocolate indulgence on the weekend but a daily snack that will allow you and and frankly in, enable you to say no to other things and so what we try to do is demo on packaging try to put a little bit of that explanation and and try to word of mouth is the best way um you know, people that love it and share it. And so reaching out to people that want to talk about it and find platforms that allow you to explain and, and share why. Because it does, it does uh, like you said, uh, people see things like, well, it's a, a nether chocolate, right? Right. So. Okay, let's talk about guiltless, yes. why it is guiltless. Because there are a lot of women out there that do feel shame for eating too much chocolate, too, too many desserts, whatever. So why is your product guiltless? And I will say this is definitely a topic that internally, uh, my, my wife's a uh, um, health, uh, health coach uh, from the psychology of eating school. And, and this was a, something we had a lot of conversations around because that guilt-free, we don't want to make people feel like they should feel guilty for something else, right? But people need to learn, like my wife knows that because she went to a school to learn about it. And, and people know from educating themselves, 
we want to educate people to understand, hey, you need to in, allow yourself to enjoy this. And the reason we say that is because, one, it's dark chocolate. We know there's antioxidants. We know that's good for your blood. It's good for your brain. It's it's things that are going to be beneficial and allow your body to fuel off of the low sugar, right? Where we know, yeah, more sugar isn't good for you. So we're, we're removing as much as that as possible adding better for you uh, nuts and there we do macadamia, we do coconut, we do almonds, pistachios, and adding ingredients that are real. They're whole ingredients, they're whole nuts, they're real ingredients. And then adding a little bit of a plant-based protein that's going to fuel their body with satisfaction. And so those are the reasons why where you look at alternative, our, our chocolate has a half or a third or fourth of the sugar of your tr- traditional candy bars. Well, and I love that they're whole food ingredients because whole food ingredients do have a lot of nourishing aspects. But my favorite part of it is that it has the protein because I think a lot of issues in America are due to our insulin spikes and sugar does that. But if people eat a dessert or a sugar with a protein, it helps calm down that insulin spike. And so I'll tell you, honestly, that's my favorite reason of JoJo's. I'm like, oh, I wish all desserts and candies had protein in it. Absolutely. It was a huge reason for my mom adding it in there because she would try maybe a dark chocolate, but it would still spike and then she'd crash. And yeah, absolutely. It's a a big differentiator. There still isn't another better for you chocolate bar on the market that has added protein to it. Okay, so now I want to talk about your future. (laughs) So... Are there new flavors coming out? Do you guys work on new flavors? I have to tell you, my favorite is the Hawaiian. Oh, I, love I love that. the coconut in it. Yeah, that was that one's close to my heart because that was like my mom's truly actually like her last, like I'd say desire for JoJo's, not last wish, but desire for JoJo's. Was like, we got to have this coconut flavor, this macadamia nut. Because my mom, if you could sum her up, it would be sitting by the beach eating chocolate covered macadamia nuts. And that was her happy place. And so, yes, about new ingredients. She was always our compass for new ingredients. She's always, I leaned on her. So now moving forward, I am trying to create things that she loved, things that things that were her favorite and turn them into clean ingredients, whole whole food ingredients. So yes, we actually are two new ingredients coming out. There are new flavors coming out this year, our two seasonal items. We have a pumpkin spice Ooh, that yum. I'm absolutely thrilled about. We're actually partnering with Queen & Co uh, granola butter. So oh, we're, okay. we're doing a little bit of granola butter in the middle. It's incredible. Uh, oh, yum. I'm, I'm worried because I think it's going to become everybody's favorite, but it's only going to be around seasonal. Um, and then we're doing a our version of a peppermint bark. Oh, um, yay. Yeah, so. I actually wanted to like email you guys and be like, <laughs> I have a great idea for Christmas. We'll take you guys ever thought of a peppermint bark? So, okay. So what's in there? Peppermint? So yeah, um, low sugar candy cane. Um, then we're doing a gluten-free, grain-free pretzel. Um, oh, wow. With our, with our sugar-free chocolate. Oh, so that's going to course, be delicious. It's, it's going to be phenomenal. And then we're actually looking to partner with um, granola butter on a long term for another flavor. Um, it's like our peanut butter filled bar, we'll be putting a granola butter in there that the granola butter is nut free, gluten free, uh, low sugar, and it'll be a filling. Uh, that one's really, really exciting. And then the the one I'll let you know in on a secret is um, my mom. Well, two, my, my mom loved um, chocolate covered pretzels and chips. And so we're looking to really lean into this new line of, of chocolate-covered snacks. Oh, and, that would be delicious. Um, here in actually Utah, there was a peppermint place place we grew up going to, and they had pretzels and chips and chocolate-covered, and we always stopped there. And so I want to bring things that like remind me of my mom that she loved. 
And with that protein in it. Absolutely. All always, right. always, <laughs> always have that in there. Oh, I That's love that. That's a core ingredient for us forever. Oh, I love that. So if your mom were here, what advice do you think she would give? Let's do two things. Yeah. One, those battling cancer. And then two, those that have a passion for something and want to do something with the passion. Um. Man, my mom was the greatest cheerleader. Uh, she instilled belief in, in me and my sisters. Um, she was so good at that. Um, go, so I'll jump to your second. Let me go to your first one. Um, I think she, at the end, when she went through, so she went to Hope for Cancer. Um, she, she read his book. She read a lot of books around it. And it was amazing for her because it took her learning it herself, right? Like I, I would, you know, try, try to share and she was open to it, but it really was once she learned for herself the the power in plants in foods in in nutrition in low stress in in healing and that your body truly can heal itself um with providing the right environment for it low stress low toxins and and foods that you know we we always say we are what you eat right but we don't live that um as a as a, a society but so i think the advice she would provide is is learn and learn for yourself and step away from what every doctor is telling you. Make your choices and learn and and take time to learn for yourself. And, and you know, try not to be overwhelmed because it's overwhelming. Everybody's going to have different ideas. But go to a source of truth and, and learn. And she would, I, I, she would scream from the mountaintops that, like, food can heal you. And, and there is more than one way. Unfortunately, we're told this is the way chemo, radiation surgery that's the only way we don't talk about the other options and it's unfortunate because there is better options well and i constantly say this i work with doctors in the eastern medicine world mm -hmm. and in the western medicine world and mm -hmm. i think there's benefits from both like you said earlier on the show and like you i wish they would come together right. and take the best from both worlds and if we did i think we could improve the um healing in people's illnesses your mom sounds like my Instagram site, like everything she teaches, like don't get overwhelmed, educate yourself, less toxins, food can heal. It would have been amazing to have met her. And she was a party all the time. Most importantly, she was just fun. She just, just was fun. Um, and that's something as a brand we try to embody. I like to say she was, she was loud and fun, but not obnoxious. She was the perfect, you know, life of the party, uh, oh, but you love having her around. We didn't even say how many kids she has. Oh, we didn't yeah. even talk about that at the beginning. <laughs> so she is a mom of four kids, four, right? That's right. Uh, I have three older sisters, myself, and then uh, and then she had grandkids as well. And those were her kids. And uh, she obviously married my dad and her family was her life. Yeah. And if you guys ever see where Sterling says he's the favorite son, that is because you're the only son. <laughs> yeah, so, I can claim it. Well, anyone that's a mom and a business owner and fighting for her life. I mean, she's just an incredible woman. And I'm so happy that you guys have tried to spread her mission and purpose. Okay, I love that advice. Like I said, she could be on my Instagram. Um, so what advice do you think she would give those that are out there with a passion that want to start something on their own? I'd, I'd say the advice that she gave me was was going for it. And I know that's kind of kind of cliche, kind of, you know, but really it was, it was go for it, try it. Like, what do you have to lose at the end of the day? Like if you try it and you go for it and it doesn't work out, at least you gave it a shot. She was, she was really a believer in people and, 
and I mean, she also instilled hard work and it's not just, it's not just believe, 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 and don't put any effort to it. It was, if you're going to go for it, go for it and believe. And, and she was always optimistic through the hard things, but at the same time she would recognize when there was a true obstacle to overcome. And so she was very persistent, but also instilled a belief in yourself and having confidence to know that you should go for it and, and try. And so she was just such a great cheerleader uh, for people around her. Such great advice. She was a great mom. She was. Okay, so I always close my podcast with asking my guests what their favorite ingredient in life is. What would you say your favorite ingredient is? Besides chocolate, right? I was going to say, <laughs> I almost said, but don't don't say chocolate, yeah, something else. That, absolutely. Well, I got to come back to my mom. I, I think, uh, as, as I said, our, our brand mission, our company mission is to spread love. And I, I think the best ingredient is love. I think my mom lived that. That's why people were drawn to her. She loved them. Even the ones that are hard to love, she loved them, right? They say love, the, God says love your enemies. And she really did that. She loved people. She loved people that were hard to love. She loved people that maybe didn't deserve it. Um, and then she really loved the people around her. And they felt it. She was genuine. And if I could sum up my mom's life in one word, it would be love. And I can't think of a better compliment for one's life uh, to me, God is love, and my mom was truly love, and she lived that. What an incredible trait, and what a great honor to her that you can say that about her. I just love that. I hope everybody listening will go try JoJo's. I know Thank some you. of my followers have bought it. After I shout it out, they like to try it. But for all you new listeners, go try JoJo's chocolates. But where can most people find you? Yeah, so we're in we're in about 1300 Walmarts that spread spread nationwide. It's not every Walmart, but um, on our on our website jojoschocolate.com, we have our store locator. So we're in Walmarts, um, Costco's on the West Coast. We're in Sprouts nationwide. We're in some Whole Foods on the West Coast, as well as a lot of other natural independents. Uh, we're actually rolling out into CVS, Jewel Osco in the Midwest area, um, BJ's wholesale on the East Coast. Uh, easiest would obviously be go to our website, jojoschocolate.com and, or Amazon, and you can find us there. You guys have really expanded. That is incredible. Thank you. Yeah, it's been been quite the journey. Been been fortunate with a phenomenal team. Um, that's when we really saw the growth of a phenomenal team around me. That is awesome. I just wish the best for your company. I hope it just grows like crazy and that you can educate the millions out there about better choices for a dessert, that it's okay to enjoy a dessert. And I hope people can just feel of your mom's love and her passion to do good in this world. Thank you. And I just want to say thank you for all you do. Love, love what you stand for. Love what you do. We as a company are fans of you. So it's been a pleasure to be here. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe to the Just Ingredients podcast to learn more about your health and good ingredients to life. Plus get daily tips at just.ingredients on Instagram. 